G'day, I'm Frank. Howdy, I'm Lachlan. And this is Denver to Down Under, our fun podcast where we contrast our experiences growing up to become better friends. Frank grew up in a different place to me, and that means we talk about it. And we're different. Or, well, no. Same, same, but different. Yeah. I don't know where we're going with this. We've kind of lost the train, but we have some amazing friends today. Do you guys want to say hi? Okay, ready? (laughs) Go. It's Amy. Hi, and I'm apparently amazing, so that's cool. Now we have Wes. Uh, hi everyone, I'm Wes. Wes, do I say Wes? Oh, I mean, this is the weird. Wes. This is a good topic for your podcast because uh, every time I've like travelled outside of Australia, I'll be like, oh, uh, you know, large flat white. What's your name? Uh, Wes. And they go Wiz, like wizard. I'm like, oh, Wes. So yeah, like this is RS. It's quite a lot here. Oh, it's the RB thing all over again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. 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 It's fun that I've just kind of come to this country. And made lots of friends and then just kind of butchered their names. And it takes quite a while, a lot of the time, for people to correct me. Like, I've known you for, uh, like, a year or two years. Two years. This is the first time you told me this. On air. Thank you. Slow slow down. This is the first time. How have you been saying my name this whole time? You've been saying Wes. Wes, all the time. Or did you think my name was Wiz? It was W-E-S. It was Wes. Not Wes. I thought I was like, read your name enough to know that it's Wes. You never know. I would love the idea of, hey, my name is short for wizard. (laughs) Hi, I'm wizard. That's And then people are like, what school of magic do you use? And that's pretty relevant for today, right? Oh, seamless. That was seamless. That was great. (laughs) Yeah. Because we're talking about tabletop games and specifically like role-playing games like Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder because... You guys are my minions in our D&D game. Hooray. Yeah. You've already killed one of us. Mm. Oh, uh, <laughs> I've killed two. Oh, one okay. of us. One of, oh, yeah, one of you. That's here. And to, to get started, we got a few fun questions. Well, we got one fun question. I'm not, I'm not smart enough I'm, to get I, two. Look, I'm sure <laughs> listeners don't despair. We'll have more fun questions later in the episode. God, that's... But now, specifically... We have a fun question that Frank would like to ask, which kind of like stimulates our, our juices, you know, get gets mm. those gets the mucus flowing and took a turn. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like Just, it. <laughs> Yeah, this like viscous viscous description of our <laughs> imaginatory fluids yeah. is not something that I Bringing out the brain and getting Ugh. getting the the uh, fun goofs from it. I hope everyone who's listening to this is eating while they're yeah. It just mm. no, yeah. it's you can like squeeze a brain like a lemon on your fish and chips. Is that ah, too much? No. Okay. So you guys have two lovely dogs. We do, and yeah. their names are great. They're lots of fun. It's Griffin and Malachi, right? Yeah. And you know they're they're really unique names, really interesting. But here's my question for everyone: for your next pet. What is going to be the name? Like, do you have any names in, in your back pocket that you it really like? It was hard enough yeah. to come up with these two. It took us so long. We spent we actually spent about four months, if not longer, for these names. Yeah, yeah. we not not for Malachi because we kind of found out a week before we got but, him. But he was on Griffin's we shortlist. Yeah, names. that's true. So we kind yeah. of just piggybacked. But Griffin wasn't a Malachi, so no. <laughs> you know what you can see? You know, <laughs> parents talk about like they see their child and they're like, mm, he's not a Jeff. I'm just scratch off Jeff. I think it's the same thing with dogs. You know, we sort of like, yeah, this little cheeky bugger. He's like, can we swear on this? You just say whatever you want. Yeah, oh cheeky little bastard. <laughs> uh, 
He's a griff. He's a little griff. That's what he is. Yeah, he's a grifter. He's yeah. constantly like yeah. the cheese thief is what mm. we like to call him while playing D and D. Yeah. To be fair, you guys do bring him up on the table to have a little like sniff around. He likes to roll the dice. Yeah. Okay. I he rolls he... better than Wes does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Lachlan. Uh, uh, well, for a while I had uh, Alfie for a pug. Okay, that's uh, a really. Uh, I was. I wasn't impressed. But you did have a, like, a pug is a really good Alfie. Yeah. Uh, Isn't one of your parents' dogs called Alfie? Alfie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. yeah. Are they a pug? a pug? It's a solid, no, it's, it's a, a little thing. It's a very tiny right? thing. Mm. Suits Alfie. Um, okay. I, I also considered um, getting a Sphinx cat. Oh. Mm. Uh, and what we call it? Oh, God. I think I had, um, I think uh, Mordecai was one of the names. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, something, something, like, fantasy adjacent, like, you know, that sounds like that that high English kind of, uh, uh, like, Galahad or... What uh, about a good Egyptian name? Yeah, maybe. Tutankhamun. No, that's bad. That's bad. I just... Those Egyptian cats, like, all I can think of are just angry, naked people. Like... They just look like they're full of skin folds and like oh, they the, angry the, the looks. Breed of cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're not even Egyptian people. Yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. That's the American perception of Egypt is that no one wears clothes and, and that everyone's angry. angry. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's hot, right? I would be unhappy. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's and I would be naked because it's so hot. Yeah, no, yeah. you <laughs> are you Egyptian? Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I had to do a good dog name the way i like i like them to be ridiculous either that they're like so simple and they're not people names like spike mm. or i like ones like old-fashioned like yeah. ebenezer mm. or bartholomew That's the other way we were gonna go yeah so what else we have we had uh, yeah i was gonna say you guys never lincoln. lincoln yeah we talked about watson i like the idea mm. of putting him in like one of those little coats <laughs> yeah able- we were actually looking up um uh dog costumes for harley the other day, because um, in Floriad, which is a, a flower like tulip festival here in Canberra, mm. uh, on September the fourteenth, there's uh, Bring Your Dog Day. Mm. We're gonna go. We're going And it's mm. apparently superhero themed. Oh, shit. I'd forgotten about that. Uh, so, well, <laughs> you, I'm, I'm totally you know. underprepared. Oh, am I also meant to dress as a superhero or just the dog? Uh, I I believe uh, they would probably be fine with a double costume kind of yeah. thing or quadruple in our case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's uh, I was looking up um uh, all kinds of costumes. There's the there's costume. basically all the Marvel costumes, all the DC costumes. <laughs> dogs. Like mm. you can get Hulk, you can get Thor, you get mm. Spider Man, Captain America, the whole the whole shebang, you know. There's Deadpool, like, yeah, there's so much going on. Okay. Deadpool would be good. What would we be then? His victims. Domino? Uh, the big metal guy? What's his name? I'll be here. Colossus. Colossus, okay. Yeah. No, I'm real into Marvel. I, I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, to be fair, you've already got Griff a little, uh, a little costume, right, Amy? That's true. That's true. It's his calming bee costume. Yeah. Oh, my God, the bee costume. Yeah. You put Griffin. I got that for him on my birthday as a birthday present to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Poor Griffin, who's a bundle of energy, will um, you know be bouncing every time he he like we come to this house. He jumps up and he's like floating in the air most of the time because he's just so excited. And oh, then have we mentioned what they look say, like. We haven't mentioned what breeds they are. No, no, oh no. my gosh! Yeah, yeah, the Shelties. Pro- mm. Yeah, Shetland so the Sheepdog. 
like fashionable a, cotton balls. Yeah, basically like giant giant floating clouds. Mm, but uh, like, not really yeah, giant. Miniature version small. of the lassie. Of the lassie dog. Like yeah. everything in Shetland is small. The dogs, the horses, probably the people. The people. Probably the people. I haven't actually met someone from Shetland. I'm no. assuming they're very Look, small. You know Lachlan Wordsmith? He's from the Shetland Isles. He's not little. That's why he had to leave. <laughs> he was too big. Too big. Get out. Too big for Shetland. Um, you can't ride any of the horses here. <laughs> Please. No one should ride those horses. Yeah. One of them yeah. broke my arm. But you were saying, oh. explaining the, the bee costume. <laughs> yes. But we Actually, got... and his name was Dumblebee. There you go. How's that? Yeah, no. no, it's, no. All, it's all coming back. Yeah. We can't go back to the bee costume until you talk about how Dumblebee the Shetland mm. Pony yeah. broke your arm. Yeah. Well, I mean... It sounds a lot better if I don't go into details. <laughs> Whereas, it sounds- if I go into details, it was I went on a camping trip with my dad, and it was like the only time that Mum let him like take me on a trip, like just ourselves. And man, he screwed it up. Um, <laughs> so Never we went camping, again. and he took me for this um, Shetland pony ride, and he had to lead the pony. But like the pony just kept wanting to eat because Shetland ponies are just Satan. And, um, yeah, so the horse just stopped really abruptly, and I was four, and I was, I'm, I'm still unco, but particularly. Can, can you explain, and, sorry, what kind of camping trip do you go on Shetland pony ride? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What's, what's the front of the no, what, Are you sure it was camping? Like, we, okay, okay so here's the thing. Was we there a didn't, tent? We didn't actually stay the night because I broke my arm. Was there a tent? There was a tent. We had a tent. Okay, wait, <laughs> where are you in the world? Uh, at which point at you're this like. place called Warina? I can't remember where. It's somewhere in South Australia. It was in the outback. They were just cruising mm. around. Red sand everywhere. Pony rides. What are you fighting? Yeah. 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 Five dollar pony rides. Mm. Yeah. I cannot imagine a place where you're going to go, you know, camping. Just really, what? really rough. And, no, and then also there's not. a petting zoo. No. <laughs> it was. Okay. So it's in like, it's in like it's a country town. Bush. And all country towns have got a Shetland pony somewhere. You've just got to find it. We're in, the middle, We're in the middle of the outback. We're in the middle of the outback. And oh, it's a wild petting zoo. Oh, fair income. <laughs> we weren't in the outback. We were in like outback adjacent. <laughs> so you're in like an outer suburb and you just took a tent with you as well. I'm here. Warina. Just, you were in the it's a place. We you had to in, drive several hours to get there. You're in Tuggeranog. Yeah, this is what I'm hearing. Anyway. Just pulling off the parkway. <laughs> <laughs> everyone who, yeah, everyone in Canberra just, mm. Tuggeranog is, uh, God, it's the punching bag. I'm sorry, mm. Tuggeranogs. Is it ch- Tuggeranog? Tuggeranogs. is like a cool name for it. That's so dumb. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for the, the help and support. Anyway, let's talk about this D&D. And you guys want to start? We're skipping the B costume. Oh, God. Oh, oh, look. So, okay, so to finish the <laughs> Shetland really pony, I just fell sideways and fell on my arm. And Dad was like, stop crying. It's fine. And then he had to take me to the hospital. And it was broken. And Mum lost her shit. Dumbledore's getting back into it. Like yeah. the Shetland. Because they're Shetland sheepdogs. But we haven't okay. explained the purpose of the bee costume. Oh, the bee costume. Well, I just got it because it was cute. And then we found out that when we put him in the bee costume, he just really calmed down. I don't know if <laughs> calm or like... Catatonic? Like, God, yeah. Defeated. He recedes into himself. It's yeah. like a traumatic experience. And he just yeah. like zones out. His eyes are big and he moves really mm-hmm. gingerly. Mm-hmm. And um, 
You know, this is like the first time we've ever gone off on two half-baked tangents and actually come back to them, so uh, we need yeah. you guys on more often. I like closure. Yeah, thank you. Okay. We've closed the, closed the Mobius strip. <laughs> it worked. I'm not sure it was entirely worth it, but yeah. no, it was good. There. We definitely have a title there. Like five dollar pony Com- rides. Com- a coming bee costume. Dumblebee. <laughs> Just Dumblebee. The title Dumblebee. of Dumblebee oh, is Dumblebee. Yeah. The the devil. Dumblebee the devil. We got it's it. Okay. Dumblebee and D and D. That's really. Uh, Dumblebee. Yeah. Dumblebee. <laughs> Dumblebee. <laughs> anyway, tabletop games, D and D, Pathfinder, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Tell us how you guys got into it. Like, you know, when did you start? How old were you? What happened? Oh, we were young back then. Oh, so many, many, many moons, moons ago. <laughs> Back before the war. Yeah. Uh, so this is an interesting story uh, because D&D is how we actually met. Uh, so it's kind like of unofficially. Unofficially. Mm. Oh, we don't go around telling everyone that. It's not like... Oh, I mean, I do. <laughs> and you guys are engaged now. Yeah, right? so this has to somehow... Mm. Maybe this will go in like a wedding speech or something. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah, we'd have to. Mm. So, so what happened was um, a, a work friend of mine uh, approached me one day and he's like, oh, you know... Um, his partner, Jen, uh, the guy's name is Sarvan. We can just throw that in there. For those listening that might happen to know Jen is Sarvan. Uh, and he goes, oh, yeah, so one of Jen's friends said, you look cute, kind of thing. And, I, and I'm a pretty casual guy. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. Like, set it up. Uh, so we set up a double date. Um, and long story short, we're here now. But here's where it gets interesting. Uh, later I learned that when Amy originally said I look cute, I believe... What were the words, like, sexy piece of man meat? It was something along oh, those lines. I mean, lines. it was pretty similar to that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is why. <laughs> Look, you know you've got a good partner when you casually, like, compliment yourself and then you're like, do the, do the thing, agree with, agree with, agree with like, me. Like, yes, fine, dear. Yeah. And, and, and so later it turns out that um, Amy actually said it months and months beforehand when I was dating someone. So oh. he, he actually oh. waited for me to break up with someone and then he casually just put it into the conversation. He's like, Wes is ready to go back into the And I'd pool. forgotten about Wes by this point. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a very sovereign thing to do. <laughs> it is a very sovereign <laughs> yeah, thing to do. It's a very sovereign <laughs> thing to do. Thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Sovereign is the friend and he's in Adelaide? Yes. Yeah, this is back because yes. we moved here yeah. uh, for work. Mm. Um, and, and so, yeah, we find out that it happened months and months ago, and he just sort of said it like it was yesterday, right? He literally waited for me not only to break up with someone, he waited for a little grace period where he's like, he's ready to move on. <laughs> yeah. um, and we found out this was all Don't want to, like, waste me as a rebound. Yeah, yeah. No, he didn't. He didn't. And that was, like, a part it's of his plan. very kind. It was nice. He's like, yeah, these guys will work well. Also, we could all hang out together and eventually form his idea of the perfectly balanced D&D group. So this was a master plan. Like this it wasn't was mentioned at our first date as well. This was like we were on our first date. Oh, it was our first yeah, date. Oh because my God. they set up this very awkward double date. Um to to like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll just casually like catch up, you can meet her, all good, but it's just the four of us. So it's very obviously a setup. <laughs> and but we all knew, but we were all like, let's play along and pretend we don't know. Yeah. And yeah, it was on the first date that Sarvan brought up the whole so I'm writing this D D campaign and you should both play. I'm like I think we're a couple now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was fantastic too. I was like, D D, what is this D D? Because I, I didn't really do much of that stuff in high school. Um and he, he's like, oh, yeah, you'll love it. I'm like, oh, what kind of character should I play? And he's like, mm, I think what would be really good for you is, like, maybe a cleric. And when it turns out, that was just, like, the ideal fit. He just suggested <laughs> everyone was, like, the perfect one. He's like, yeah, we need one of these and one of these. What do we have? It was, like, a rogue. I was the rogue. Jen was the wizard. wizard. 
Um, Adrian was the paladin? Ranger. 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 And a cleric. Mm. And Wes was the cleric. Mm. I have never met this Sarvan guy, but he sounds like like just Hannibal Lecter level of maniacal <laughs> genius. <laughs> yeah, he's a mastermind. Like he, Not only did he have uh, plans for, you know, getting you guys to meet, but it was mm. for something as... It feels trivial to say uh, uh, the perfect D&D group, but I guess... I guess that's a pretty good thing. Yeah, right? yeah, you're, you're basically sculpting, <laughs> sculpting the perfect crew. It's kind of like a like an Ocean's Eleven movie. Kind yeah, of thing. like it's like all right, we need like the locksmith. Like we need like you know the dude who's good with computers. We need like a the sexy lady to like seduce the guards or whatever. And then like we need the the acrobat that like just is disgraced from the circus, and we have to travel <laughs> to Taiwan to like get them to do one last job, like. Yeah. It's also kind of fun that, uh, it, like, when I started getting other people into D&D, I was like, oh, yeah, no, just play whatever you want. Like, what are you interested in? What do you think you want to do? He kind of, like, planted the seeds of what you guys mm-hmm. could be Yeah, we didn't know what we were doing. I had free reign, though, with mine. So, yeah, well, did you? So yeah, maybe, did you? Did you? That's yeah, the that's real the question. Shows. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> it's, it's all been you, you might have think you had free reign, but so, I 100% someone would have been like, all right, I'm just going to let Amy do what she wants, but I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I, I know. I know you like yeah. went over to his house to like talk about the D&D and he, mm. he had a, a page of like rogues open mm. and he had like, as in the conversation, he just kind of seeded enough syllables to like subconsciously oh, yeah, yeah, think like, about. Like he, he, uh, he, he didn't he hear did you come inception. in. Yeah, I didn't yeah. hear you come in. Mm. What a good perception you've got. Oh. So stealthy. Wow. Yeah. Oh. And um, yeah. So what do you guys like about D and D now? How did you? So you got into it because of Savin's like maniacal plan. Um, but you've stuck with it. You're playing with me now. Well, we did that campaign for six years. Six years. That one oh, campaign. Wow. At one point in like when we were first, like when we first started dating, we we're in like three campaigns. That was that was probably too much D and D to take on in one <laughs> yeah, go because we were playing it like several nights a week. <laughs> but when we get into something, we just really we go get deep. into it. Yeah. And so it just kind of takes up that part of our life for a while. But now we've got a good, healthy level of Dungeons and Dragons going on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think I, I always wanted to play it, like, but it was always this thing that was just, I never knew Mm. about it because until Sarvan and Jen, I didn't really hang out with anyone who was into that kind of thing. I always like wanted to dabble, but didn't have the means. You need the group to do it. It was like, it was like not knowing a a drug dealer, but then suddenly coming across Mm. one and be like, okay, I'm going to try all of these drugs. Yeah. Yeah. If the drugs are free, it's a gateway. Exactly what it is. A gateway yeah. nerdiness. <laughs> Lucky. Oh. I was just going to say, like, for me, I think part of it was uh, New City is a good way to socialize, meet new people and stuff. Although I guess I knew most of you guys beforehand. Because magic. But, yeah. But it also gives me an excuse to, to cook a lot oh of my like, God. unhealthy food. That's been kind of like mm. what I've been really getting mm. into lately. We'll talk about that in, in, in a little bit. <laughs> but, um, Lucky, how did you get into that? Uh... I can't, I can't really recall like the specific conversation, but I know that, uh, it was, it was, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Jacob, who kind of, uh, has been playing D&D 
and DMing since he was like, you know, eight years old or whatever. Like he's he's been he's been writing his own campaigns and doing his own nonsense for for a very long time and uh he's very good at it. Uh and the campaign and the world that we played in was like uh his own world that like had was based a little bit in D D, but like uh had a lot of his own own stuff in it. The the basic premise of the world was like the city we're in was like a walled city. There was uh a god in the center of the city sitting in a chair, uh and his but only by his divine will did the hordes of undead that relentlessly pounded against the city all day, all night, did they not get in? And he was at war with death. And now death was situated, uh, you know, like thousands of miles away with an army of undead just piling against this city. And the city was like, had adamantium walls and then like a force field kind of thing. Mm. So the undead would just like, there's just waves and waves of them crashing into this thing. And this god dude is just sitting in the center and he could see seven seconds into the future. Oh, no, seven, seven weeks into the future. Yeah, I was going to say, seven seconds Sorry. isn't yeah, very that's not good. That's uh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, oh no, I'm going to spill my drink. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, Darn it. Funny, I could have stopped it. I'm going to stop my drink. No. <laughs> yeah, he could see seven weeks and death could see six, I think. So he was just like, slightly ahead of death the whole time but not enough to like gain an actual full advantage so they were just kind of stuck in an impasse and then like the city was populated by drow who were dark elves who were very very lawful evil and uh yeah that that world really captured me that was back uh we played with 3.5 how old were you uh i was like 20 i think okay. well maybe maybe no maybe um maybe i was older than that okay so we're all like Adults. Well, no, you guys were all adults by the time you started playing D anD. d Yeah. When did yeah. you start playing? High school. I played oh. one campaign, but not in the cafeteria. Oh no! I'll, I'll oh, tell you about damn. it in a second. <laughs> um, okay. So and and it was the world that entrenched you. Yeah, I think it was. The, I I I would like because I'm I'm so deeply enfranchised with magic, and like I didn't really want to learn rules to a new game. Uh. For, for D&D, and it was all pretty intimidating, but everyone else in my party kind of, like, got really into the rules and got really into, like, kind of min-maxing that kind of thing, where I was just, like, I just wanted to play my, like, character and, like, do garbage shit with my character and be, like, I, I don't really understand how, how much of it worked. And mm. I would just be, like, can I do this? Well, no. It's, like, all right, well, can I do this? Yes, okay. <laughs> Sweet. And uh, you still do that. Yeah, well, Jacob, Jacob did a great job of catering to that because he he created like kind of a uh, an in story like backstory for my character that I I was de- a descendant of Asmodeus because mm. I was uh, I was a tiefling which is like a, a devil devil born kind of kind of dude and uh, yeah I had that backstory that I was like a descendant of Asmodeus and then like that gave me kind of like some special abilities and stuff and like. Yeah, you gotta explain Asmodeus, my dude. Oh, uh, Asmodeus. Yeah, is I don't. Know, I don't Asmodeus. even know. Asmodeus <laughs> is uh, is uh, just a giant fucking demon. He's just a really a big really demon. big fucking demon. Yeah, he's like a very big and important demon. I think he's like the he's like the ruler of one of the levels of hell. I think. Oh, at the, at the very least, there's hell in D anD. D. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although the devils are in hell and the demons are in the abyss, or is it Abyssal? the other way around? Playing. 
Uh, yeah, the, mm. there's an there's an association between between the two for mm. sure. Yeah. But they like hate each other. Yeah, yeah. Right? chaotic evil, one's lawful evil. Yeah, mm. uh, and uh, there's 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 <laughs> wow. uh, I think there's like a bunch uh, of nerds. There's seven <laughs> seventh level seven levels to hell, and each level is ruled by a different thing and has different mm. garbage going on, and it gets mm. worse and worse and worse the lower you are down. One of the in that first campaign, I was a half devil, and it turned out that my father was the king of one of the levels. Right. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Cool, Can't cool, remember cool. the name. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> I like that in D and D, every character is like important. Oh yeah. yeah. And then suddenly, you know, it's like a really fancy soap opera. In that, oh, my uncle was God. Nice. <laughs> but have that you was, ever wanted to that play? That would make a great soap opera. <laughs> yeah. Like like a campaign where no one's special. Like you're just a farmer, and you've got like that much skill proficiency in farming. Just, I would love to be a farmer and. Just have one special skill that just goes really well. But just like you, you've got like some real mundane job, but you're still in the party with everyone else. Yeah, that'd be (laughs) great. That's I. I might do that for our next thing. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) the magic one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I'm gonna talk about my thing real quick. Uh, I actually started playing in high school, and I remember because I um got into magic in like tenth. Ninth grade, end of ninth grade, um, so first year of high school, and then I went. I would go to this store, and I love this nerdy game store um, called. Oh God, I can remember the symbol. It's, it's closed down for years now. I don't remember, so uh, it's gonna be a shout out, but not not anymore. You've <laughs> been forgotten. Anyway, I loved it, and some of my friends um, they wanted to play D anD D, and I had never done it, so we had our DM Jason who um, was like, yeah, I've played a few times and I'd, I'd love to do a campaign for you guys. And so some of my friends and I were all, you know, really excited to play. And I like being a role player. Like, I, I like helping out when I can. And, uh, I, you know, I have fun when we all do well. So I was like, what can I be to help someone? Um, and they're like, well, we don't have a cleric. So it's always the we don't have a cleric. Yeah, <laughs> we never have a cleric. Yeah, no one wants to be the cleric. They do some cool things. Well, the problem is I'm also a bit chaotic at the best of times, and so if I'm not engaged properly, like I get a little bit mischievous. Um, so Jason, on the other hand, kind of let everyone do what they want, but he also let everyone be super duper powerful, and so we played like three or four sessions, and I didn't heal anyone once. Like, they just killed everything that they they came with. Like, there was some super cool rogue who could, like, shoot fire arrows, and it messed everyone up. There was, like, a fighter who was just only armor and knives. And, yeah, I I was just sitting there with my, like, Yanti skin, which is like a snake person. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I talked, like, how's it going? I was really obnoxious. It, that's one of my voices. I've got four voices now. My snake voice. Are we going to see that in our campaign? Yeah. If I if you meet a Yanti, it's going to be like, sup? How's things? Can you do the female one as well? Yeah, do the female. I love the female version. Sup? Oh, no. oh, that's things. very bad. Yeah. Hello. No, that's wait. That's my dog voice. That's my dog voice. Sorry. Okay. Hello. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's <laughs> gone downhill. Can you tell me? Sorry, because I feel like your female voices are like your goblin voices or like small creature voices. So I wonder what like a small female voice sounds like. Hello. 
<laughs> no! <laughs> it's even higher. I regret asking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't How pull, many octaves can you do? <laughs> I don't really pull that one out, but like, my range of screeching is very good. Yeah. Let me yeah, tell you. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, I got really bored and I was like, oh, okay, well, it, it like, people started like, Losing commitment to it as well. So I could see the, the, the end coming and I was like, it's my time to strike. And one of the items that I had gotten was a magical returning dagger. So you can like throw the dagger and it'll always come back to you. And I was like, well, it's my time. And any time we'd meet a, a new important NPC, I'd like get distracted by like a, a fly buzzing around the thing and I'd like throw my dagger at the NPC and uh, we suddenly lost all our quests, and I threw it at the king once, and then he killed me really, really quickly. And that's how my first D&D session went. And so I, I just didn't play for years. And then we we all started playing recently again because, um, God, I played Clancy yeah. at, at the thing. And then I, was, I got really into it because the world is just amazing, and there's so much you can learn, and it's a really deep rabbit hole. And I was like, I want to... DM and what we were at a camp. I was playing the campaign. Uh, Lockie and I were at Angus's house, and you came to pick up some cards. West. Yeah, yeah. I just sort of sauntered in as I do. <laughs> mm. It was a West saunter, and then we were talking because I was giving you some cards, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, are you guys playing D and I'd love to play some." I was yeah, like, but that, you guys had like nine, fifteen. It was probably like thirty people around the table. I was like, "I can't be a part of this." It was a horde. Yeah, it was a horde. It's too many people. Too many and cooks. The idea had been percolating in my head that I want a DM, and that was the ex- I, that was all I needed. I was like, "You could be God." Yeah, I was like, "It's my time. I'm gonna kill I've off." I've got some- my four voices. Yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm gonna kill off some plebs, and uh, yeah, and that's what started us. And we've started doing the Out of the Abyss campaign, and that's been good. You guys have had some really interesting characters. Yeah, some more than others. Lockie, we've already talked about waves. We have already talked about Waves. Give us a little update for Waves, because I made oh, a yeah. grave, grave mistake. So, Waves got a really fucking cool talking flaming sword. So, uh... Waves, not how monks are meant to work. <laughs> waves originally was going to be, like, a monk, like, seeking tranquility and, like... Pacifism. You know, pacifism and, like, uh, <laughs> wanting to maybe, like, learn how to levitate. Because, like, Kenku was a race of little bird creatures who have lost the ability to fly. So I like being in high places and oh, stuff because I want to fly poor again. character must have hated mine Yeah, I can levitate. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so, but now Waves is like, I've got a cool fucking sword that's like, uh, the she's, she's uh, the symbol of like, she's like super, super good and righteous. So uh, now, now they feel like they're on a mission from God and have uh, subsequently taken a level in fighter and are pursuing a more kind of like, righteous law kind of lawful good path where you know the the people that don't uh kind of uh mesh with waves's moral compass she murders just he's he's gonna strike him down yeah and then the the other thing to note though is um kenku's can't speak they can only copy things yeah um and dawnbringer is the name of the sword which was found in a tomb and is scared of the dark now can speak but only telepathically. No, no, no. It can speak out loud. What's where's his mouth? 
It doesn't, it doesn't need a mouth. It's a magic sword, Frank. Yeah, I mean, this part has been really unclear to me as whether it can speak out loud or if it's been speaking in our minds. It, it, can, it can speak to me telepathically, but it also can speak out loud. I mean, you're the DM. You can just but say what it is. Dawnbringer initially had some fun voice and it was, um, you know, it was a high feminine voice and, and I, I was good at it. Um, but then I let Lockie take over, and you've got a new voice for it, Lockie. Yeah, don't bring his head a fuck. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, um, as DM, I have made him use that voice just pretty much whenever Dawnbringer is doing anything, because I love it. It's very fun. Yeah, it says here, uh, the sword can speak, read, and understand common, and it can communicate with its wielder telepathically. Its both. voice is kind and feminine. It knows every language you <laughs> know while you're attuned to it. Good eye, mate. You say it knows every language. You're, uh, you know while you're attuned to it. So does that mean you can, if it can read, do you just go up to like the walls and just wave <laughs> no, no, the sword around? It's way no, no, no. It only knows That's the one ridiculous. you know. ridiculous. You know. Okay. Uh, so it, it can uh, read and speak Auron too. For, for, for all intents, intents and purposes. This is good intel to know for the next time we play together. Yeah. It's, yeah. Amy, you've got a fun character, right? Yeah, she's pretty cool. God, you've been a moral compass. Because these... The only one. These are monsters. It's getting It's really dark. difficult it's playing really the dark. only good character. Um, it's, it's also kind of a buzzkill. Yeah, describe your character. No, it's really good because as DM, I'm like, You're like oh you my can't God. just murder these people. Yeah, that's everyone's plan all the time. Yeah, so what kind of character? Is uh, so I'm a monk as well because I've never played a monk before, so I wanted something a bit different. Um, she's a Janassi. Is that how you? You got to describe it. I, I, I assume it's like um, uh, same or, way you would say mm, Genesis. So Janassi. So Janassi. Yeah. yeah. So she's kind or of. Genie. Part, yeah, so yeah, part, yeah, that, part genie, yeah, genie, right? Or yeah, like yeah. gin, I think it's yeah. in D&D. Uh, so she's kind of part elemental, so part like air elemental, so that's pretty cool. She's blue and she's tiny and she likes to pluck people's eyes out, so that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and this is um, our moral compass. Yeah, this is, yeah, hey, only evil eyes. And I'm not the one that goes around collecting them. Are you <laughs> only, only evil eye of uh, Orms by Gore, right? Yeah, the first time that I, like, did the campaign, you immediately took out, like, three people's eyes, God, and then so Arby, good. who's playing Golad, who's this, like, really um, skinny, kind of malnourished, timid, timid yeah. drow, started collecting the eyeballs, and I was like, Oh, there's chemistry, and I hate it. Everyone, <laughs> everyone's meshing together so well, and so now everyone's a psychopath. Oh, good. I've resisted the urge to become a psychopath. Yeah, yeah and Wes. Yeah. Well, my character, I think, was just... He needed to get darker, so he ended up dying. <laughs> I think that's, you know, kind of what happens. He was too good for this one. Yeah, so yeah. I played Ukthar, the barbarian, and uh, my whole logic was, if we were playing with new people... Uh, I could pick a barbarian and if the campaign was like ever like slowed down people didn't know what to do I could just like punch through a wall like Ukthar punch and just like just punch things and swing an axe uh, but ultimately Ukthar had to die uh, <laughs> to save the rest of the party but also so that like a more darker character did it could save come in. the rest yeah, of the party though two did you yeah. die saving us saving the rest of the party is a very strong term and I feel like he died a hero I think that's what we all agree <laughs> he died a hero secondly I don't know what it is with everyone deciding that everyone has to be darker. People are a product of their environment, Frank, and we are in the underdark. 
Yeah. And she gets dark. So ready to murder everyone. Yeah. Not well, yeah. Waves is going the opposite direction, really. Like, Yeah, you're almost a Z-lot. A bird yeah. Z-lot. A, a B-lot? B-lot, yeah. A Zerd. Beast. Oh, a Zerd. I like that. <laughs> and, okay, so now, Wes, who's your new character? Well, I, I chose the name, because Frank can't pronounce names, I chose the name Athelmir. Can you please say it, Frank? Elf. Yeah, see, now he just calls it Elf. Ethel. Ethel, which Ethel. is Ethel. also frustrating. Ethel, Ethel is the best name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he is a bugbear who wields a glaive uh, fighter. And basically, I tried to, like, kind of min-max a little bit to try and annoy Frank. Uh, so we'll see how he gets there. It's, it's, it's like it's a lot of commitment to this new, very dark uh, kind of monster. So Bugbears are basically the boogeyman. He's like a boogeyman Batman. That's um, I was gonna say. Your your new voice for Alf is um, essentially Christopher Nolan's Batman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone wants to role play Batman, right? Like, why else? So you're Fuzzy Batman, yeah, and that's Fuzzy Batman, Bugman. Yeah. <laughs> Who's just decided to like. You've already attacked people before. Because I like, could tell. I was Buckman. Buckman knows. You. Yeah. Frank Franco, as he goes, is like, oh, so uh, you approach some bandits. And I'm like, well, that's bandits. bandits. He, he said he let it slip. some humans carrying no, no, a no, sack. No, no, no. He let it slip. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to just kill him. Because Buckman could tell. Besides the like, job uh, in the, the overworld, these were teenagers who got lost in the Underdark, mm-hmm. and they had families, and, and they were lost and scared, and things had gone so horribly for them, and then just mercilessly, you guys just destroyed them. Waves turned mm. some to mist. Yeah. yeah. They they became dust in the wind. Can, can I ask you a D&D question? Hit Frank? Me. Okay, here we go. The question I want to ask you is... Uh, if if someone's about to start D&D for the first time, do you have any hot tips for them? Oh, my God. Find the right group. That's I've played D&D with people that are, like, unfun or really pedantic mm. about the rules or, like, really aggressive with it, what they want to do. And that's just not fun. Because the, the way that you look at D&D, in my mind, is collaborative storytelling. Yeah. And that's... Mm. You guys are telling a story together, and you're just kind of, like, hanging out and doing these shenanigans, and you're making a story... And if you don't find the right people to make a story with, it's not good. And that's Absolutely. kind of the biggest thing that I've gotten out of D&D. Is that even though you're, like, hanging out and having a fun time with friends, you're also kind of, like, making a story and you're making something. And even if it only impacts you and, and the, your group, you guys do have these, like, fun memories of shenanigans that you've done. Mm-hmm. And I really like that aspect of it. Yeah, I, I think it's very important to have people uh, you can get along with and people who are invested but not invested to a point where uh, that's all they care about and that's and that's uh, their like sole focus and uh, yeah, you you need that that healthy middle <laughs> Sorry. that, that no, healthy middle ground. The Griffin oh. and Malachi have they've found a squeaky toy. I had to let them out because I think Griffin needed to pee. So and now and we now have they've retrieved some squeaky toys. No, yeah, they just want to play. They've got zoomies. Yeah. It's great. I also would like to be heard on the microphone. <laughs> yeah, um, at least they're not barking. Featuring Amy West and. Malachi, I think it was Malachi. Yeah, yeah usually, usually him. Very timid, and yeah. he like when he gets excited and happy, he picks up a squeaky toy and just like goes nuts. Goes for That's it. That's very fun. Mm. What about you guys? Like, what has D anD D brought for you? Just as people, like, why do you continue to do it? What do you really enjoy about it? I think that I, I don't get very many opportunities now to be creative. 
So mm. it's nice to have that outlet, yeah. especially like, especially when it comes to character building and that kind of stuff. Like I'm not great with the role playing. I can, if I'm in the right mood, I can get it like quite good and I'm not very good at voices. <laughs> so, <laughs> but. See now, now my priorities have shifted. I want to like finish this episode just so I can go play with them. Sorry, you guys, you guys finish this. I, I have things I want to do. Anyway, what about you, Wes? Uh, yeah, it's probably. I mean, it's probably similar stuff. I think. I think uh, it's good to have a nice social outlet where you're also being creative. I mm. think uh, as as I've gotten older, and Wes is very good at writing as well. So he's, yeah, he's written some. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, I like thinking of myself as a creative person, but I'm not in a very creative job. So mm. for me, this is like just it's as as I get older. Like when you're kids, you, you can draw and stuff, and you can yeah. before reality hits you, you know, you can like, oh, I'm going to do this. Uh, so to now as an adult in the real world, it's kind of nice to have a creative outlet where I can um, not be in yeah. the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like do a bit of like uh, it's kind of like acting and stuff mm. like that. Um, it's just an like improv. Yeah, yeah. It's like improv. Mm. Yeah, I find that good fun, and and mainly it's the people. Um, I feel like we've got a bit of a breakfast club kind of D and D party going on at the moment. Yeah. It's quite diverse. D and D really. Every single campaign I've played has just ended up essentially being an adventure with uh, Monty Python. Monty yeah. Python and the Holy Grail. That's every D and D starts like that. Like you end up thinking that you're like in Lord of the Rings, and it's a really dramatic story you're telling, <laughs> and then just. You fight a rabbit. Like, that's where you end up. Um, and you guys have done a really good, like, made a really good place for us to play, right? Like, you have a nice cool yeah. wood I mean, table. It's a, it's a bit cramped. One day we'll have a bigger games room, but... Well, you also have, a, you know, a chalk wall that I can... I always doodle maps on, and now... It, yeah, mm, but the chalk more. wall has, has turned out pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, it's been and, nice and my wonderful shelves. shelves. Wait, let's, I never let people. Whenever people talk about the, the the chalk wall that Amy did, don't forget the shelves that Wesley did. Mm. That also looked very <laughs> nice. They tie the room together. <laughs> it's all about the shelves. It's the centerpiece. <laughs> well, uh, the chalk wall's nice at all, but like, can you see those shelves? Look at those shelves. They're, they're gorgeous. I, I made them myself. And the other thing is, Wes, you use D and D now as an excuse to just God yeah. play chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's it's a couple of things. So obviously we're we're engaged, and so we're trying to be good uh, in terms of eating and drinking and stuff. And so it's nice to have an excuse where I'm like, oh, it's not for me, Amy. This is for our guests. Mm, these two cheesecakes. <laughs> yeah, I like to buy like you don't have expensive to eat them. beer. I'm like, oh yeah, I made two cheesecakes. I was like, well, I made one. I'll just make another. Uh, and we like, I think every session I bought some smoked brie. Like you just got to go hard. For the last two months, my week has gone Monday. Oh, I'm starting my diet again. It's going real good up until Thursday at 7 p.m. And I'm like, fuck, there's a cob loaf. <laughs> two cobblers. Two cobblers. Yeah, two cobblers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I think we're good to wrap it up. Lachlan? Yeah. Um, we might not do a mail in memory this week because we've yeah. got a little bit long. Yeah. Um, but where could you send us a memory that you well, had? Well, if you want to share a memory from your childhood, uh, something or, or from, you know, yesterday, I don't care, uh, you can send them to uh, downundercast at gmail.com. And uh, if you're lucky, we'll read them out on the show and uh, talk about how we can relate to them. If we think you're weird, if we think you're cool, 
Uh, maybe we'll use a fun voice to you. You never know. It's a, it's a bag of laughs here on Down, Down Undercast. If you want to get us at us on social media, uh, you can do so at Down Undercast uh, on Twitter. We also have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Down Undercast. Uh, personally, if you want to at me on Twitter, uh, you can do so at Young Cardinals. And if you want to at Frank, you can do so at Frankly My Dear. That's Frankly My Dear with three A's. We do have matching uh, Twitter names, huh? Yeah, we do, yeah. What are you? I'm uh, Luke Yeet Efreet. And I am, uh, what is it? Gin of Dabs. Gin of Dabs, yeah. yeah. And if they want to, you know, tell you guys some of their D&D stories or how great you guys are, or see your dogs, Amy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talk okay. for the dogs. Yeah, yeah. We just give them our address. They can just swing yeah, by just anytime. Like, anytime. Yeah, just like, come you know. It'll be worth it. Send these guys a tweet. Uh, that'll give you our address, our contact information. You just, just come on by. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't... Social security number. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. 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 Oh, no! Okay. Don't panic. Every time like, I don't hey, put Frank's my phone, every time I don't put wow. my computer on charge, if the, the like light comes <laughs> off my computer, I'm like, no, I've lost the footage. <laughs> so I'm gonna get rid of all this. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what is uh, that Instagram page, Amy? Um, uh, let me just check because I don't entirely know. Uh, I think it's Griffin underscore Malachi. I think that's it. Mm. Instagram one. I'll put it up in the show notes. Yeah, because I don't know what I'm doing with social media. Mm. I mean, you're posting pictures like, of cute my, dogs, my and I'm into that. My band used to have a Tumblr, and that was the thing. <laughs> oh. oh, Tumblr. <laughs> I never could deal with that. I'm not. Apparently, it's a thing again. Yeah, it's seen a bit of a, a bit of resurgence. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I thought it's social media just... just dies. Are you saying we might get MySpace back? No. We'll never get the top eight back. Uh, <laughs> I wonder I if still mine have still has that awesome background. Yeah. You'd be in my top eight, Amy. Oh, thank you. All right, thank you but for not joining us. One. If, <laughs> if, uh, if you could do one thing for me in particular, it would be tell a friend that you're listening to this at the moment. Uh, you don't have to tell a friend, I guess. You can tell anybody. Um, look at a stranger. Maybe. Look at your arc enemy in the eye and say the name of the cast and uh, maybe a website. It doesn't have to be ours. It would be nice if it could be ours, but I, you know, I know people are busy, you got a lot to do. Like, if you've got an arch enemy, though, finish your sentence with like "prepare to die" or something. Like, you can't. You're going into battle with this person. We're well, not going into battle. You're just letting them know about our podcast, Frank. Like, come on, like, no, take that, Bethany. I'm coming at wow, you. Wow, poor Bethany. Actually, yeah, sorry. <laughs> we we know a Bethany, so that I can't pull out my random like generic names. Name generator failed. No. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for having us.